If you know that you're wanting to create massive change in your life, but you have the idea that you're going to just take really tiny, teeny tiny baby steps, that is 150% your comfort zone talking. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker Podcast, the place to be to gain a rock solid mindset, create powerful habits, and leap into the life of your dreams. I'm your host, life and mindset coach, entrepreneur, and goal-smashing extraordinaire, Nicole Baker. I am here to bring you actionable and applicable tools that you can use in your own life to launch yourself forward, to gain that clarity, and to ignite your motivational fire in order to achieve anything your heart desires. If you have a dream that feels crazy ambitious, if you are an aspiring achiever, or if you know that you are ready to leap into a life that you absolutely love, then you are in the right place. I'm so happy to have you here, and let's dive in. Hello, good morning, whatever time of day you are listening to this episode. Y'all, I am fired up to talk about this topic today. And if you've been with me for a while, you know that a lot of the times when I get really fired up and when I talk about things is when I'm seeing a pattern, specifically through social media or through friend groups or through even just clients talking to me about stuff. And right now I am seeing a major pattern that people think that small baby steps is the way to massive change. Now, I have a few caveats here. Yes, making small steps does eventually lead to change. However, if you go into something thinking, I'm going to take very small baby steps, very small, very slowly, your brain is just letting it be comfortable. The reason I say this is because when you say that I only want to do small, teeny tiny baby steps, that is your comfort zone talking, not you. The you who wants to create that massive change in your life. And let's let's get specific. Some examples of massive change might look like a major belief change. Going from I am not enough to enough. That's some pretty fucking massive change. The decision to get healthy once and for all, to stop reaching for junk food, to stop going through the drive-through that's convenient and easy for you, to start a morning routine, to X, Y, Z, there's so many different things that could be at play here, to take massive action in your career. Those are also big ones. But the reason that a lot of people like to say, I'm just going to take small baby steps and eventually I'll get there, is because they want to stay comfortable, but their ego wants to feel like they're doing something. So I wanted to take a few moments today, this is going to be a short and sweet little episode, but I wanted to take a few moments today and talk to you about the four steps to creating massive change. The four steps to creating massive change. These are things that I do in my life consistently when I notice there's something I want to change. So let's dive in. Again, this is going to be short and sweet, but if you have notes, I guarantee you're going to want to take them down or flag this episode to watch and listen and listen to pretty often. So number one, you got to know what you want. And you guys have heard me say this over and over and over again. The major reason a lot of people don't change is because they know exactly what they don't want. And they're focusing on what they don't want. 
And when you focus only on what you don't want, guess what you're going to hit every single time? You're going to hit what you don't want. There was a study, I don't know when or where it was, unfortunately, but it looked at how drivers avoided steering into a pole. That sounds pretty simple, but let me, let me talk this out for a second. When the monitor said, hey, don't drive into that pole right there. Avoid that pole. Guess what they hit every single time? The drivers were looking only at the pole, saying to themselves, don't hit that pole, looking at that pole. And guess what they hit every single time? The pole. Versus if you said, hey, if you drive off that way, don't even look at the pole, but drive off that way. Guess where they drove every single time? The exact opposite way, away from the pole. And they did not hit it because their brain wasn't focusing on it. When you are focusing on what you don't want, you might think, oh, well, I'm focusing on the fact that I don't want that, so why would I keep hitting it? Because our brains don't hear the negative. Our brains don't hear the negative. If you said to me right now, you know what I want? I want to get out of debt. What is the one phrase or word your brain will focus on? The word debt. If I say to you, I want to get healthy. What does my brain focus on? The word healthy. Do you feel the difference there? Or if I say, I want to be financially free. I want to be financially abundant. That to me has a lot more energy. I know exactly where I'm going. I see what that feels like and it means. Now, granted, I've done a lot of work on what that means, what that feels like, because that's something I talk about and write down every single day. But that reason, the only reason that I see that so clearly is because I know exactly what I want. Just like when I chose to get really healthy, just like when I chose to start a morning routine, just like when you chose to leave that one job and start a new one, just like when you chose that you wanted to be a performer, just like when you chose that you wanted to graduate and do something awesome. I don't know what your life looks like, but you have made powerful decisions because you knew exactly what you want, which brings us to our next one. You have to know what you want, and then you have to make a decision to do it and to achieve it. Now, when this comes with massive change, let's look at the idea of creating a new belief system. So if I know that my current belief system is I am not enough, I know what I want is the belief system that I am enough, I have to make a powerful decision to believe that new belief system. Now, this is easier said than done, but it's actually easier done than you think it would be. The only reason you are not making a powerful enough decision is because right now it's a should, not a must. It's a should, not a must. If you are saying to yourself, I should get healthy. I should start believing in myself. I should, I should, I should, I should. You're shitting all over yourself is what you're doing. But when you say, I must get healthy, I must believe in myself, that is different. And you can condition that into your body to have that must instead of a should. The only way you can do this is to get leverage. Now, granted, I had a whole podcast episode that is devoted to, or that is devoted to decision making. If you have not listened to that episode, please go back and listen to it. It's really powerful. I've gotten a lot of great feedback on it. I highly recommend it. Or if you have listened to it, listen to it again because it's a good one. But if you 
have listened to it and you're wanting to stay here with me, let's do a little overview. Decision making is the is literally just boiled down to the need to avoid pain and attain pleasure. You need to get so incredibly specific and fearful and angry. I hate to say it like that because I'm normally very positive, but you have to get really fearful and angry at what that avoidance of pain will look like. If you are someone who says, I am not enough, I know that's my current belief system, I want to believe that I am enough, but I need to get leverage, then do this. Get really clear on what that I am not belief has created for you or has not created for you to be better. Now go five years into the future. What's there? What's not there? Because you're still believing I am not enough. What opportunities have you missed out on? Then go 10 years into the future. Get really, really clear on how much pain that is causing you. Then go straight back to the present moment. Get really clear on why right now. Why right now must this not happen? That's your leverage. Now we've gotten the obtained pleasure part because we know exactly what we want. This goes back to the financial freedom thing. I've gotten so clear on what that looks like. That pleasure to me is abundant. I know what that feels like. Same with the belief system of I am enough. I know what that looks like. I feel it. I feel it right now. I believe that I am enough because I have lived in that belief system and I have lived in the opposite. And I've gotten that leverage. I've seen what my life looks like if I still believed that I am not enough and I changed it. I made the decision. So you have to change your shoulds into musts. Now the third one, and this is the most important, because after you make a huge big decision, small steps are not an option. However, your brain, that little limiting belief brain, is going to want to fight back so hard. And that's where this step comes in. Immersion. You guys, I know you're sick of me saying this, but I don't even care because I will preach it until the day I die. You become what you consume. The most massive change that I have made in my life when I decided to quit drinking, when I decided to start a morning routine, when I decided to become a coach, when I decided to get really fucking healthy, when I decided to X, Y, Z, get really positive, get my mindset in order, it all came from making a decision, knowing what I want, and immersion. Because it's enough, yes, it's enough to make a decision, make a really powerful decision. But if you are not listening consistently, absorbing consistently people, stories, belief systems for all around you, that this is possible, that limiting belief brain is going to fight back and it will try to win. If this episode is resonating with you, you might be a great fit for my one-on-one coaching program. I help people like you get rid of your limiting beliefs, get out of your comfort zone, and start achieving your dreams. If you'd like more information about my program, you can email me at hello at lifecoachbaker.com to book your free discovery call. Link to my email is in the description. Now, back to the episode. So here's what immersion looks like. I'm going to use the example of getting healthy. When I did that, I immersed myself into blog posts, into podcasts, into books about what health means. What does my body type look like and how does that equal health? 
I immersed myself into people who were talking about health. I immersed myself with people who were talking about running, about moving your body. That's when I started running. I immersed myself. I constantly was listening and listening and listening and absorbing, absorbing, absorbing people, places, stories, information that would aid me in this decision, in this new decision that would aid it in continuing on and getting more powerful instead of saying the same or drifting out. So for you right now, let's go back to the belief change. Because remember, if you're thinking small steps, it's a belief problem. So if you are wanting to make a belief change, you need to immerse yourself in with people, places, stories, whatever, that have the belief of, we'll use the example of, I am, I am enough. That will look like a lot of personal development. Hate to break it to you, but you can listen to me. I have that belief, and I hope I preach it enough back to you guys. That looks like a bunch of other people. If you want some resources or if you want some ideas, hit me a DM, and I will happily give you some. Happily based on what your new belief system is. Now, there's an opposite end to this. There's an opposite end with this, and it's actually step number four. Now, there's a counterside with immersion, and it's actually step number four. And that is noticing what is getting in your way. Now, the reason I actually link this to immersion is because a lot of times the things that are getting in our way are the people we hang out with. The reason, the reason immersion is so powerful is because you're getting new noise in your head. You're getting and absorbing new information. Because if you're staying with what you got, if you don't do the immersion part and you're just listening to the friends around you or the podcast that you listen to, you're going to stay the same. Nothing's going to change, to be honest, and I'm sorry to break it to you. Now, I'm not saying you have to go ditch your whole friend group, but let's do an example. Let's say you really want to start a morning routine. You know how powerful it is. You've heard me preach about it a million and a half times. You know that it's something that would really help you. And your friend reaches out to you, knowing that this is something that you want, but says, oh, come on, like we're all going out tonight. Come on, like, you know, we're going to get super drunk. We're going to go to this bar and this bar and this bar and this bar. You love that, right? You love that. You want to hang out with us, right? What's going to happen? You have, to, you have two decisions here. You can stay committed to yourself and committed to your goal and say, you know what? No, thank you. If you do want to hang out, though, I'd love to grab a cup of coffee in the afternoon. Make it on your schedule. Still have time to see them, but make it on your schedule. Or you could crumble. You could totally take yourself out of your growth, of your development, of anything like that, and you can go out and break that promise to yourself. Now, this is obviously, I'm making this really dramatic opposition, but I will tell you, when I made the decision to get my health in order, to stop drinking, to get up every single day at the same time, to condition certainty into my body that I create the visualization, the gratitude, the um, learning, whatever. If you guys haven't listened to my morning routine episode, shameless plug, it's on there. It's great. There's also a workbook, shameless plug again. There's a nine-page free workbook. I'll put the link in the show notes. It's awesome. It's helped a lot of people so far. If you have not gotten it, get on it. But you have a decision to stay committed to yourself or to break that commitment to yourself. I'll tell you, a lot of people will break commitments to their self long before they break a commitment to another person. But the second you start committing to yourself and keeping those commitments, it's like a, it, you get addicted to it. It feels so good. And then you're like, oh, this is what this feels like. 
oh my gosh, I, I love this feeling. It feels so good. And then you continue on that journey. So a huge reason that I want to put this at the very end is to look at the people you are hanging out with or absorbing their words the most. The reason I have that absorbing their words part is because some of the people I hang out with most are podcasts, podcasters, and um, authors. There are some people, I know that makes me sound really cool, guys, but to be honest, I prefer that. I love listening and constantly absorbing people that are telling me this is like a new way to live your life. This is a new resource to have. This is this, blah, blah, blah. This is a new thing to learn. I would take that any day over someone who would shame me over the way that I am living my life. And I say shame, not not in like an overt, like you're doing bad stuff. But another way of shaming me would be, hey, you never hang out with us anymore. We're going out tonight. This is the only way to hang out with us is if you go out and break a promise to yourself. That to me will never happen again. Ever, ever, ever. Because those commitments to myself, to my higher self, to my growth and development are way too important. Now, you might be listening to this and you might be saying, this selfish bitch, what the hell? Like, I don't understand. I give you a challenge to that person. Try it and see what happens. Because it feels so good. You make so much progress, which is what this is all about. That massive change. You create that massive change for yourself that you've been wanting for the past 5, 10, whatever, years, months that you've been wanting and you feel what that feels like finally. That to me is worth a small decision to put myself and my boundaries first. So taking stock of what's getting in your way is number four. This can look like, again, this can look like looking at your friend group or who you're absorbing the most. This can also look like yourself. How are you getting in your own way? Are you breaking commitments to yourself? Are you sleeping in or hitting the snooze button when you said you really want to get up and run in the morning? Are you letting yourself feel really down? Are you letting yourself really get on yourself? Anytime you have a small little I'm not enough, are you just comfortable rolling with it and going straight down into the dirt? Or do you say, I hear you, old belief. I acknowledge that you're there still. I am working to get rid of you. I'd appreciate it if you shut the fuck up right now. And then if you just talk, it's so fascinating. If you just talk to it like it's a person instead of a deity, it really goes away fast. Shocking how that works, isn't it? (laughs) Now, this is something I had to learn on my own. I've heard people call their limiting belief things like Barbara or Karen or things that are like meh. (laughs) Like there's nothing wrong with the name Barbara or Karen. But if you've been on the internet, you know what I mean. So if you, if you talk to it like it's a person, that really lets you have a conversation with it instead of bowing down to it saying, yes, almighty spirit, I understand what you're saying. I'm not enough. You're right. Ah, and then going straight down into the hole that you've created for yourself. Now, a lot of reasons why people don't like to take stock of what they're getting or what's getting in their way is because it means self-reflection. And more importantly, getting hella uncomfortable and your ego gets torn apart. So what I mean by that is when you are having to look at some of the decisions that you've made in the past, that are the reasons that you've gotten in your own way, 
you will have a rude awakening on how many promises you've broken to yourself or how many times you've just dove in deep into that pit of despair because you listened to your deity, quote unquote. But the reason that this one is so important is because you will not be able to change anything unless you become aware of it. So become aware of what is getting in your way. Yes, this takes some self-reflection. Yes, it means your ego is going to be put aside, but that's okay. This is good. This is good. So finding out what is getting in your way. How are you getting in your own way? Taking stock of it, and then you're able to change it because you notice when it comes up. So the next time your friend comes up to you and says, hey, this is the only way you can hang out with us. We're all going out. We're getting super drunk tonight. I know you're trying to be healthy and you're trying to have a morning routine and stop drinking. If you're having that, then what you can do is say, you know what? I'm aware of this has been something that has triggered me to get rid of all my boundaries and let go of all my promises to myself in the past. I am choosing not to do that anymore. It's fascinating how people think that The past equals the present. Because I've done this so many times, because I've made that decision, because I've broken that promise, because I've done that so many times in the past, that means how it's going to be for always. No, that's when it goes back to making that decision. Because when you make a decision, that is when you take that 90 degree Dukes of Hazard turn. I hope you're following me on this. I heard a really great um, metaphor with how this works is if you're living your life like you have in the past and you're living and you're making decisions like you have in the past because you believe that's always how it's going to be. It's like driving with only using your rear view mirror. Think about that. How far would you get without crashing and burning? Not very far, probably. So instead of driving with only using your rear view mirror, look forward. What does your future self want you to decide in that moment? That sounds really intense, and I mean that to sound really intense, to be honest, because the best decisions that I have made in my life, and this is not just me, this is the people I have listened to, the people I hang out with, and the people I hang out with um, online, the best decisions that they have made in their life were the decisions that they made for their higher self in the future. I'm going to say that again. The best decisions that they have made in their life and that I have made in my life were the decisions that I made thinking about my higher self and my future in a good way. (laughs) Let me say that in a good way. So quick breakdown. Like I said, this is a quick and easy episode because I got super passionate and you know how I get. So number one, in a way to create massive change, you got to know what you want. Remember, not what you don't want. That's where you get to the pole exercise. You have to know what you do want. Number two, make a decision. If you want more information on that, please, there's an entire episode of the podcast devoted to decision-making. It is one of my favorite episodes. It's one of the ones I get the most feedback on. I'm so happy that that one exists. So if you want more, go to that one. Number three, immersion. You have to consume who you want to become. Not like yummy. I mean, consume, like absorb their words, absorb their wisdom. There's a reason that modeling is such a huge part about is, is such a huge step to success. It, and so many people think that, well, I can't model, like I can't um, follow someone, I can't uh, absorb someone else because I have to do my own thing. I have to be my own self. No, if someone has 
has 10 years of wisdom and experience in the field that you are wanting to create massive change in, absorb them. If they have a book, read it. That is their 10 years of experience being condensed down into what you can absorb and that you can learn and learn from their mistakes. Use that to your advantage. So immersion is so important. And then last but not least, taking stock of what you are getting and what is getting in your own way. This means your friends or the people you hang out with. This means the people you're currently listening to that might be super like, wah, life is so hard. If you're absorbing that constantly, your energy is going to suck. I don't care what decisions you make. And then, of course, yourself. How are you getting in your own way? What boundaries or decisions are you deciding not to make for your higher self? Are you driving in the rearview mirror looking at that? So you guys, quick and dirty episode, but I hope you enjoyed it. Like I always do, I'm going to do an iTunes review of the episode. This episode's review is coming from Odelia Silva. She says, thank you for being such a giver, Nicole. Love your energy and everything you share within the world. This is a great podcast to listen to whenever you need a little boost of inspiration and mental refocus. Highly recommend. Thank you, Odelia Silva. I so appreciate it. And you guys, like we always do at the end of the episode, we're going to do some segments First of all, is small goals worth celebrating? And I want to pause right here. If you have a small goal worth celebrating, send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email at hello at lifecoachbaker.com. I would love to know what your small goal worth celebrating is, and you might get a shout out on the podcast. But today's small goal worth celebrating is coming from my sister because she has made a huge. And if you guys haven't listened to my sister's episode all about the belief system about running and making a huge decision with becoming a runner, go listen to it. It's a fantastic episode. But she has made a huge career (laughs) like celebration, redirection, and she's kicking ass on it. I know this is small goals we're celebrating, but I have to give her a huge goal we're celebrating because she has worked for months and months, and months, and months, and she has worked long hours. She's worked through the night. She, I've never seen anyone so devoted to a project, and I want to call her out on how focused and how passionate she has been over this entire redirection for her company. If you guys don't know, she's a PR and marketing manager. She was put in charge of a huge rebrand of her entire company, and I think that's so cool, and she's so young, and to be able to do this is just a massive achievement. So congrats, Lexi. I'm so proud of you. And then, of course, we have, how did I get in my own way this week? This one, I'm going to call my own self out because something that I have done to get in my own way this week is I have thrown my moving my body to the back burner. Now, I've still been moving it and I've still been doing it, but it has not been as intentional and it hasn't been as joyful as it normally is. And it wasn't until this morning, and I'm recording this on the 15th of June, um, And it wasn't until this morning when I actually enjoyed it again. And granted, I am currently in Colorado. That high altitude is no joke. So it takes a minute to get refocused and recentered and to be able to breathe while you're exercising. However, I have been just throwing myself a little pity party whenever I was going on a run. And that would equal me losing my energy really fast and needing to do something that I normally don't do on runs, which is walk and throw myself a little pity party while I'm walking. So that is something that I did to get in my own way this week. I realized that changing my approach, and this goes back to, I know you're so sick of me saying this, you become what you consume. I decided to listen to a motivational speaker while I was on a run and 
three miles went by like that. So it's, it's wild how you can get in your own way so easily, even when this is conditioned into your body. But the best part is that you can change it in a flip of a dime. And especially if you have conditioned it into your body, it's that much easier to change back to normal. But I love you guys. I hope this episode finds a lot of inspiration and a lot of wisdom for you all and to create that massive change that you're really wanting to create. So I love you all. I hope you have a beautiful week and weekend and I'll talk to you super soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Now, please take a moment to either rate the podcast five stars, write a little love note in the comments, or share it on social and tag me at Life Coach Baker. I mean, heck, you're an achiever. Why not do all three? It helps so much to get the word out there. Now go, take the leap, and achieve your dreams. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.